0: The views and opinions expressed on the program are those of the show hosts, producers and or the persons appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of KPFK and
1: Pacifica Radio.
2: Liberated, freed, released, free from traditional social restraints, sisters, girls or women who share a common ancestry, allegiance, character or purpose with another or others, fellow black women or girls. (laughs)
3: Welcome to Liberated Sisters. I am Angela Birdsong, your guest host today. Coming live from KPFK Studios, it is Black August and we have a super Saturday show for you today. Black August is a month of profound significance and reflection in the struggle of racial justice and social change, commemorating the rich history of Black resistance, a time to pay tribute to revolutionary moments, and to honor the lives of ancestors such as Marcus Garvey. Today, our guest, Delzino Wilson de Briano, president of the Black by Black movement, by Black, you guys, who is launching, reintroducing Garvey Nation, as in Marcus Garvey, He would explain those concepts and those powerful actions to buy black, make it black, keep it black, do it black. Del Zeno's tag team marketing is continuing the importance of black economic independence began by Marcus Garvey almost a century ago. Through the work of the members of the Buy Black movement, Garvey's economic vision lives on. We are in our membership drive and the premium for you today with a donation of $65 is from the treasured Pacifica archives featuring Dr. Henry, Dr. John Henrik Clark with a powerful, informative, inspiring lecture on Marcus Garvey and Garveyism, which was given in Oakland, California on August 17th, 1986. You will want to play this over and over again while taking notes and doing your own research to learn more. Dr. Clark dedicated his career to correcting the predominant notion in mostly white academia that people of culture and intellectual thought of Africa and African descent were unworthy of serious study. He was a pioneer in the field of Pan-African studies, creating one of the first and most influential Africana departments in the country at Hunter College in New York City. So I want to thank you in advance for donating. Please go to KPFK.org and donate to keep Liberated Sisters on the strongest signal west of the Mississippi, broadcasting out of the studios of KPFK throughout Southern California. Call 818-985-5735. That's 818-985-KPFK. And we're taking calls today also because you guys may want to have questions with Brother Del Zeno in the Buy Black movement. So before I bring in today's guest, Delzina Wilson Day Briano of the Garvey Nation and the Bi-Black Movement, here are some announcements. A Largo for Jabril, the Honorable Minister at Louis Farrakhan on Twitter, conducted the burial service for Minister Jabril Muhammad on August 2nd, 2023. Watch the full service at media.noi.org or go to Charlie Muhammad's YouTube page, where you can also view the Janaza for Minister Jabril Muhammad and the Reflections and Burial Service for Minister Brother Jabril Muhammad. Also today, Pan-African Women's Day, sponsored by All-African Women's Revolutionary Union, the KRST Unity Center, and All-African People's Revolutionary Party taking place today, Saturday, August 12th, from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the Christ Unity Center in Los Angeles, featuring poetry, performances, and speakers like Mama Nzinga Kamara and our beloved Nana Jumfi, who you can hear on KPFK Wednesday mornings, 7 a.m., for Conversations on the Way, the Asafo edition. And thank you to Sister Moya Missouri for this announcement. And we'll be right back after the snippet of the premium of Dr. John Henry Clark on Marcus Garvey. And next, you will meet our guest, Delzino Wilson de Briano.
4: In the 19th century,
3: U.S.,
4: the New England freemen began also to make contact with the Caribbean freemen, mostly the Jamaicans, and they saw that problem as one and the same. And they formed a partnership then over and above anything they've got now. Now they play the fool and say, Well, I'm a Jamaican, I'm this and I'm that. And they did, and they quite forget that the slave ship didn't bring no Jamaicans, didn't bring no black Americans, didn't bring no high yellows, no low yellows all African people, and all of us had to become what our slave master made us become in order to survive. Now we can go back to Garvey and see the meaning of the Black Star line, the Black Cross nurses. He is dealing with imagery. So long as you go into church after church after church and worship day after day, the white images, there is less respect for the image of the white, of the black
0: father as the authority figure in the home. This is Delvino Wilson Debriano, president of Tag Team Marketing, leading the Buy Black Movement. And I'm listening to Liberated Sisters on KTFK 90.7 FM Los Angeles. Seven miles
1: of black star line has come in the Arbor. Seven miles of black star line has come in the Arbor. I can see them coming. I can see eye dreams running. I can hear the elders sing These are the days for which we've been praying Seven miles of black starliners coming in the arbor Seven miles of black starliners coming in the arbor It's repatriation Black liberation Yes, the time has come
3: marketing presents garvey nation pre-launch party to learn about the amazing life of marcus garvey and the buy black movement this event is online and in person on friday august 18th 7 p.m pacific time at the holiday inn los angeles lax airport 9901 la cienega boulevard for more information about this free event go to garveynation.com and tell them you heard about it on kpfk on their website, it reads The black movement is inspired by the vision and accomplishments of Marcus Garvey, one of the greatest black leaders in history. Delzino Wilson de Briano, president of the black, by black movement in Garvey Nation. Welcome to Liberated Sisters. Delzino, brother Delzino, you there? Yes, yes,
0: Thank you so much! Wow, what a beautiful opening to our talk.
3: Yes, I mean, oh my goodness, when when I first found out about you guys through Sister Charlene and 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 Tony, I was like, this is like Black Amazon <laughs> with what, what, what they're doing, and I, I've, you know, it was you guys' website is so robust, uh, so many different things on there stories, the TV, the channels, everything, but I want you to introduce our audience to what you guys are doing. So when and why did you start the Buy Black Movement and why Marcus Garvey?
0: Wow. Wow. What a great question. And let me start from the very beginning. First of all, I'm from New York City, I'm born in the projects in Brooklyn, and grew up in New York, grew up in Queens after that, and I was broke my whole life, and always wanted more. I went to school, I did everything I was told to do, and I ended up struggling. And that's where I met my wife. Uh, after getting out of school, going to college, getting a degree, doing everything I was told to do, we were struggling and broke together. and that's when we just realized there had to be more to life than this for us, for black people. And we started looking at business, you know, a way to get ahead. We've tried and failed at business after business, all these little things we would try doing after work just to try to get beyond having to go to a job we didn't like every day for the rest of our lives. And so after five business failures, we finally hit it big. We learned from a millionaire. He taught us how to do business. Three years later, we were millionaires. And we thought we had struck gold because we said, if if, they're gonna, if we as black folk know how to do this, we're going to teach every black person we could find. And we got together and we started teaching black people how to do the same thing. And we helped build our little business to a business that produced $100 million a year, $100 million a year in black money. And everybody, we, we helped to create black millionaires. And it was just really incredible. But it was only then that we discovered that our big dream really was a nightmare.
1: Because
0: Uh-oh. our people, oh, my God, sister, our people were taking the money as fast as it was coming in and giving it all away. And you wouldn't, we wouldn't have believed this unless we had seen it with our own eyes, that this is really what would happen. We had plans to build schools and health centers and community centers. And we had all these plans. But yet our brothers and sisters took the money and it went straight to Rolex. As quick as it came in, straight to Mercedes, straight to BMW, straight to Bentley, straight to the Italian suit makers and, and you know, I wouldn't have believed it. And so after years of work, over a decade of work, breaking every record in the marketing industry to create this big success and then seeing that, we didn't change anything. A hundred million a year and only people that were getting rich were our bill collectors as a race. And every white business out there that we were giving the money away to. That's when we realized we had to do something different. My wife and I sold our interests. We basically just said, we're out, because we have to build a better mousetrap. We've got to figure out a way, because our purpose is getting our people free. And that's when we learned that there was a brother who had done the same thing successfully and had figured out all the problems we were dealing with 100 years ago. We learned about Marcus Garvey, the great Marcus. Marcus Garvey and think he did most of this work in New York city and I'm from New York and I hadn't heard of him. Wow. So it was deep. It was deep sister. So we learned here is a brother who had united 6 million black people. uh, I mean, 10 million by the end of it, you're talking about a hundred years ago, no internet, no phones in everyone's pockets. This brother united 6 million black people in continents all over the world he got our people producing. He got our people buying from each other, which was his big thing. You know, he, he had a, a philosophy, like his quote, so hard. He said, quote, Marcus Garvey said, never give your money away outside of your race. Mm. Uh, unquote. Marcus Garvey. Wow. Never. He, he was hardcore with it. and It was beautiful. And he got six million black people opening businesses and creating factories, and stores, and shops, and restaurants, and cleaners, and... And a ship line, a steam liner. And, oh, yeah, he took it to that level. And how is it, 100 years later, I don't, I don't know anything about it. My people don't know anything about it. We realized right then and there, we had the blueprint. If we wanted to build a business that would do more than just make a handful of black people rich, but if we wanted to do something that would actually make the whole race wealthy, free, independent, and powerful, then we had to follow the most successful blueprint ever laid down in modern times. And that is no other than Marcus Garvey. So that's what led us to doing all the work over all the years that finally got us prepared for the Buy Black movement that we launched a few years ago.
3: Incredible story, because, you know, when we talked during the pre-interview and I'm Mm -hmm. preparing for today, I was like, okay, what can I put on that is black, right? Um, You know, that I bought that's black. And that was very hard because I got on some Levi shorts (laughs) right now. Right, Right. Right. (laughs) I have on my UCLA Black Excellence T-shirt. That came from the UCLA Black Alumni Association, but I don't know where they got it from, right? And mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, what jewelry do I put on? So so my next question is, how much effort does it take to buy black, and how does one start buying black? Because just just preparing for today, most of my stuff, I, I, I do not have an entire wardrobe and accessories that is 100% black owned and black manufactured right. as a you know because because you broke it down with me on on the pre interview that marcus garvey was like not just that you're buying from from a black owner but did that black owner get it manufactured by by black people so how that's do right. so how much it's, just, it's a lot of effort to do that how, how does one get started in
0: buying black well that's what buyblackmovement.com is all about and uh, it's a be, it's the beginning. It's to buy black. We have to. It has to be organized. You see, here's the thing. Um, it, it's like just as you said, as Garvey figured out hundred years ago. We have to take responsibility for the our production for the the whole cycle. Garvey, just to give you a, a viewpoint and lead to how we can do it now. Garvey said, "Listen." Black people make the product, then black people sell and distribute those products that you make, and black people buy the product from our own people that we made and that we marketed and sold and distributed. He says the world of black people can be self contained, self contained, not never going outside, not even a penny. His exact uh, words, he has this beautiful, famous quote where he sums it up. He says, Negro producers, Negro distributors, Negro consumers, the world of Negroes can be self contained. All right, so now you fast forward to today, and we have black businesses around the United States of America, around the Caribbean, the continent of Africa, the world, and we're making more headway now than we've ever done as a race. It's so beautiful. Um, buying Black, that we've been talking about for years, is now becoming fashionable. We have many people, uh, their websites, that, I'm seeing it in music videos, rappers, and it is, this is a cultural renaissance going on right now. Now, the thing is, that while it's all of that, it's all wonderful, there's another level to go to in order to really make this a reality, and that's the Garvey level. Because buying black, if it's an individual thing here and there, or a, like now, let's say you have a thousand black businesses and we all uh, want to find them. What are we told? Oh, buy black on Amazon.
2: <laughs> oh, right.
0: <okay>. Yes. <laughs> so go to a white company that takes 30% off the top at least. You're talking, so buy white to buy black. Google is sponsoring, (laughs) buy black, go to Google to search for your business. Oh, so black businesses have to pay a white company to reach black consumers. Oh, that's how it works. Okay. So buy black on, on Etsy or eBay. Okay. So in other words, there's so much value. There's so much uh, incredible potential in the black community that a lot of these you know, others are going to try to come in and take control of what we've got. So how do we buy black? Then you've got the other thing where most, I would even say of our black businesses today, we've gotten away from what Garvey was talking about. Garvey was saying, not just don't go buy a white product and then sell it and say it's black because you're black who's selling a product you bought in, in Europe or China or America from someone else. No, the whole basis of, Rebuilding a race, getting ourselves on our feet, doing what Garvey had realized all that time ago—the basis of it is manufacturing—is getting our people involved. That's where the jobs come in. So, for instance, if if you have a, a Chinese company that makes has a factory in China, very inexpensive, they make a thousand dresses an hour, and you have a black person here who says, "Hey, I'm gonna go to China. I'm gonna call this Chinese company and buy a thousand dresses." Bring them here to America, and they'll come to me and say, hey, can you put the Buy Black movement behind buying my dresses? I'm a black business. And yes, but your product is coming from China. Now, here's the thing. That's wonderful for China. But if we sell a million of those for you, all you're doing is creating endless jobs for Chinese manufacturing. And if that was our priority and our goal, it would be great, but it's not. We're trying to create jobs for our people. We're trying to create those factories right here. We're trying to get our people producing. That's why Garvey built the Negro Factories Corporation. That's why this brother had black people making everything. These thousands of uniforms, dresses and hats and scarves and calendars and books and flyers and posters, and they made everything. If they wore it, they made it. If, they, if you were holding it in your hand, they printed it. Garvey's whole mission was to get, put black people to work producing the product. And this is how, man, you're talking 100 years ago, Garvey had over what, 10,000 black people on payroll. You, you understand? That's how you revitalize an economy. You put our people to work, not one person earning some commissions from selling Chinese products that are making them wealthy forever. No, we've got to get to this point of doing it ourselves. So how do you buy black? Well, there's levels to this. We, everybody, we've got to go to every black restaurant we can find. If you could just imagine what a hundred, let's say a hundred people eat lunch today, spend $20 at a black restaurant. You know, a hundred people, we all go to the, You know, we just, it doesn't matter. We just go to lunch. So we go to the the Chick fil A. We go to the Chinese food restaurant. We go to the Italian food restaurant. We go to the Japanese sushi. We go eat some of the Mexican food. It doesn't matter. We just hungry. Right. Let's look at it. A hundred people spend $20, you know, buy an entree, buy a drink. Just think about that. A hundred people spend $20. That's too. 100 times 20 is $2,000. Let's say that 100 people every day eat lunch at the same place. 100 people, that's $2,000 a day. In 30 days, that's $60,000. Wow. Multiply that times 12 months of eating every day, just 100 black folk going to a black restaurant. That's 720,000. That's almost Three quarters of a million dollars in a year because, yeah, A right. 100 people decide we're going to buy from our own people that creates job. That's how we go free. That's how your kids and mine, when they come of age and need a job. You know, the Chinese can go all over Chinatown and get their kids jobs from their own people because they're buying from their own people. We in the black community aren't buying from our own. So we don't have any black companies in our community hiring 100 black folks so we go and beg another race for a job we're creating the problem by not buying black so we can start by saying i am going to eat lunch at a black restaurant now we there are black businesses everywhere now you can find them online you can find them every we can support them but now if we want to take this to the garvey level then we need something different. It's called organization. You see, the point of the money is that when you look at the model Garvey left for us, you see why our what, this program here, the Buy Black Movement, is so powerful. The Buy Black Movement, when you go to buyblackmovement.com with our current website, and when you see what we're preparing to launch the new website, it's going to blow you away. Now, the thing is, There, you're going to see black businesses. But only specific black businesses that that go through our vetting process. We test every product. Mm -hmm. We make sure the quality is the top in the world. And we make sure that they're made by black people. So you're actually creating jobs when you buy from BuyBlackMovement.com. Again, most of the things that we have seen are wonderful black businesses. Incredible things out there. But the products, many times, are simply being bought from the, the Arabs Arabs, bought from the Koreans, are bought from China. It's not necessarily the same vision of what we call Buy Black. We, buy Black for us is on some Garvey trade jobs for our people type level. So the Buy Black movement, we don't have thousands and thousands of products just yet that are actually made by Black people. But what we have are the best you've ever used, mm-hmm. best you've ever tried. They're incredible. Now, when you buy there you're buying from black businesses. Now check this out. Every, like almost every black business we have in the buy black movement, they're part of our monthly buying program who buy from black businesses in the movement. So everybody who's earning money in the movement for the most part earns, turns around and buys everything they can from the other black businesses in the movement.
3: And keeping that, in keeping that dollar in the community, because we all know about that statistic that the the black dollar doesn't even stay in the black community for a day. <laughs> not,
0: not even a day. Not even a day. Think about that now, if the Jewish community to spend, you know, twenty one days, three weeks, the Asians when they buy. It, when, You know, you money comes into the Asian community. They buy from the Chinese corner store. Who buys from the Chinese doctor? Who drives? Who turns around and takes that same money and buys from the Chinese chiropractor? Who goes to their Chinese medicine? Who goes to the 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 Chinese grocery store? Who goes? And that money just trades with other Chinese for thirty days, right? In the Chinese. So with all these other races, that money is staying in there, going person to person, over and over and over again, for weeks in the Black community. It's not even a date,
3: right? I think it's it's like like six hours. (laughs) I'm I'm laughing. I'm laughing because it's it's so it's, it's 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 ridiculous, right? When when you when you when you look at that statistic, it's like, okay, how do how do I how do I keep this in the community
0: for more than six hours? You see, and now we get to that Garvey level. That's that next level I'm talking about. Because what we found is that when we were buying black, even to try to fix the problem, we were buying from some black businesses who took the money and went straight to the white store to spend it after they earned it. Or we bought from black businesses. And next thing you know, all this black money we poured into them was so they could go buy a Gucci bag. (laughs) Right, right, right. And it it was okay. It's like, oh my gosh, we got to take this to another level. And now here you get Garvey. And that whole understanding and all this, this beautiful blueprint he, met, he left for us. And so the Buy Black Movement, when you go to buyblackmovement.com, mm-hmm. you're seeing black people who make the products, like Garvey told us, black people who sell the products on our marketing team, our business opportunity, like Garvey taught us. And we've seen black people who buy the products from all over the world, thousands and thousands of black people working together. And on, and. Almost everybody who's earning money in the movement for selling the products, or making the products, or, or buying the products, earning rewards—they all are, in turn, whatever what they earn, they turn around and buy more. So they're buying their toothpaste from Black Businesses and BuyBlackMovement.com. When they go to our online store and they shop, they're buying their nutritional products from BuyBlackMovement.com. We've got the best hair care products ever put on earth from BuyBlackMovement.com. We've got body care products that are absolutely incredible, and we've got hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of success stories from real Black people from every inch of this world who have used these products from these amazing Black businesses that we represent for years and years. And um, you know, for this movement, just think about it. We launched in twenty fifteen officially as Buy Black Movement, and you know, we existed in an earlier form, a little bit before that. But you would just be amazed when you bring it to this Garvey level, look at what we've achieved. It's not necessarily easy because we we have a very high expectation of quality. We only deal with Black businesses who are hiring Black people and who are actually making their products. Uh, for the most part, we have members who are committed, buying black every month from all over the world. We now have over 76,000 members who have joined us in 158 countries around the world. You know, we sold, shipped, and delivered hundreds of thousands of black-made products. We warehouse everything ourselves. You know, other, we, we don't believe in anything that's sending the money out of the race. So how do you hear about BuyBlackMovement.com? Do you hear about it on Instagram and Facebook and yeah, maybe because we post stuff, but are we paying them $10,000 a month to reach black consumers? No, that would violate the Garvey formula. Garvey right, says right. the world of Negroes can be self-contained pay, pay your own, take the time to do the hard work of building it yourself. So that's why we built up our own marketing team that uses our own mouths and our own fingers to spread the word, ourselves. So, when you look at all the the marketing money that we've spent, it's not being paid to no Instagram. We ain't paying TikTok to tell people about the Buy Black Women. But we're right. paying Black people thousands of paychecks. We're one of the only Black companies that have paid out literally seven figures to the Black community uh, in, in earning, in, in building this movement. So, the Buy Black movement is a movement that feeds the, the black race, as Garvey envisioned, to do the same work that we could be paying Amazon to ship for us. No, we have our own shipping center. We warehouse and we ship everything with all black staff. We, we could have our own. We could be paying India to design our websites. No, black people design everything. We could be paying another company to make our videos. No, we have our own videos, our own teams, our own cameras. Everything is done by black people. We, we could be paying another company to uh, social media companies to advertise the buy black movement no we pay black people all over america for referring their family members and friends to make purchases so we we are really proud of what we've achieved here so far but man i tell you sister this is only just the beginning with it's time for Garvey Nation which is the next level of this blueprint he left for us and i can't wait to let everyone know what that's about and Announce it to the world on friday night
3: right when we when we come back from this break we 're going to talk about what 's going to be happening on friday night august eighteenth but but you guys you guys are about the garvey business for sure
0: that's right
3: yes, that's right. yes, you are, okay, Marcus Garvey built huge businesses, encouraged entrepreneurship, and got millions of people buying from black owned businesses. He taught us all to be proud of our race and to unite as a people. In his own words, he taught us all to be back, to be black, buy black, think black, and all else will take care of itself. Those words have That's become right. the model right. for the buy black movement a century later. What I just read is from the buy black so you are listening to Liberated Sisters. Stay tuned with more from our guest Delzino Wilson de Briano, president of the Buy Black Movement. And remember, it is KPFK Membership Fund Drive. For a donation of $65, you will get a MP3 of Pan-African pioneer Dr. John Henry Clark Outstanding speech on Marcus Garvey. We're talking about Marcus Garvey. We have somebody here who's following the Marcus Garvey blueprint. So this is Marcus Garvey speaking in August of 1986. And here we are in August of 2023. Black August. Come on, y'all. Call 818-985-5735. That's 818-985-KPFK. And press the number 2 or pledge securely online at KPFK.com. Dot .org We will play another snippet from the premium with Dr. Henry, Dr. John Henry, Henrik Clark, speaking about the concept that led to Garveyism. But first, let's hear the press conference about preserving Elijah Muhammad's house as a museum.
2: So welcome. We are the Coalition of Black House Museums. Thank you for coming today. Thank you for giving us press You all know that as Muslims, we greet everyone. We say peace be unto you or assalamu alaikum. So I'd like to extend that peace over to you all today. Um, Thank you, Dr. Hughes and the staff at the A. Philip Philip Randolph Pullman Porter Museum, uh, the National A. Philip Randolph Pullman Porter Museum, which is where we are today. Um, Thank you for your generous hospitality and camaraderie. Thank you to all of you all who have come here and show us that Preservation matters. We matter as, as preservationists, urban historic preservationists. So thank you to my sisters, fellow coalition members. Uh, you'll be hearing from them today. Um, I'm Sajida Wendy Muhammad. I'm the owner of the Elijah Muhammad House, also known as Sajida House. Uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad is the eternal leader of the Nation of Islam. He built a nation um, from what is today known as the Elijah Muhammad House. We're Sajda House at 4847 South Woodlawn Avenue. You might be asking, why does the house have two names? (laughs) Well, Sajda in Arabic means prayer or adoration. And I named the house initially in honor of the many prayers and connection to God that have led me to my own personal success. Um, And at first, I really was not sure if we could renovate a 120-year-old mansion that has sat vacant for decades. um, So that it would represent and be able to wear his name. And once we were certain of that, we decided then, okay, it can be the Elijah Muhammad house. So we we call it Sajidah house. You can also call it officially the Elijah Muhammad house. Just a really quick, uh, what we're going to do today, we're going to all introduce ourselves. We're going to talk to you about the ancestors that we pay homage to with our house museums. So I wanna say a couple words to you today about Elijah Muhammad, many of them that you may not know. Um, For those of you who don't know, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad is indeed a true friend, um, not only of America, but especially of black men and women. His influence is felt around the world today and is embedded in the pride that we all speak of here today. So he is one of the architects of the Black Pride that fuels us for setting up these museums in the first place. He worked, suffered, studied, and constantly prayed for our rise. He sacrificed his own personal life to devote 44 years to the rise of our people. He single-handedly, with tenaciousness of will and singleness of purpose, turned the language of America from the use of the word Negro, which means something dead, lifeless or hard, into seeing ourselves as black people, members of the aboriginal nation of the earth. He turned our hearts toward Africa and our brothers and sisters in the Isles of the Pacific, Central and South America, and the Caribbean. His wisdom showed us the connection between the Native Americans and their membership in the aboriginal nation of the earth, He, more than any other religious leader, is responsible for causing us to refer to one another as brothers and sisters. He caused new levels of scholarship in the research of history of the black man and into the nature and birth record of mankind. He inspired research into melanin and its presence or absence and its effect on our thought processes. He taught us how to eat to live, causing us to throw away medicines and become health conscious his teachings on this subject began the process of proud, of the proud unification of our people. He started the process of reformation of the black woman without which there would be no new people. He showed us the value of a proper education and was a pioneer in the establishment of an independent school system that reflected the same. He demonstrated the proper use of money by establishing for his followers farmland, banks, businesses, airplanes and airport facilities, international trade and commerce, you name it, he did it because of his love for us. He saw and cultivated our greatness. His divine influence can be seen around the world. Today, many many in the world capitalize off of our culture. Let's face it, black people are so dope. (laughs) We're so creative and so ingenious. Um, Our pain and suffering has produced um, inventions and a culture that the world follows and that the world mimics today. Our culture has become the world's culture. Let me give you one quick example. Hip-hop, for example, our urban street sounds that were rejected and despised at first has now become a multi-billion dollar industry. Back in 2016, the hip-hop market grew to $16 billion and controls over 30% of the music market, and its influence is only going up. Rock and roll has its roots in the blues. You'll hear a little bit about that today from uh, my sister Chandra, and she's going to talk about her great-grandfather, Muddy Waters. It has its roots in the blues and jazz genres invented by our black cultural icons. But many of the neighborhoods where our history was made and every everyday houses in urban areas around the country have now become a vortex of violence. We want you to help us with pride and instill pride in our culture to transition out of that vortex of violence. We want to spark a black cultural renaissance starting right here in Chicago, in our communities around the world. We want to spark a renewed self-interest and preservation of our culture. We want to cultivate radical changes in the ideas about our culture. We want to lead a cultural renaissance in our community. Urban historic preservation is a critical aspect of activating cultural economic development in our communities. We must begin to tell our own stories. That's what this is all about. We must begin to control the narrative, and we must begin to monetize our own culture These sacred spaces deserve our honor and attention. They deserve to be preserved. To support the renovation and restoration of the former home of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, you can visit us at SajdaHouse.com. Follow us on Instagram at SajdaHouse. And if you're anywhere in the country and you need our help to preserve and acquire these sacred spaces, we are here for you. Let's make sure that our neighborhoods become renaissance cultural renaissance instead of the vortex of violence
3: okay saja house sponsorships noun available become a sponsor of the honorable elijah mahama house also known as saja house sponsors names will be proudly displayed near the area or item that they sponsor you can sponsor the famous sitting room where such notable meetings and interviews took place, including the interview with Irv Kaushonet, and the meetings with Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Or you can sponsor the dining room, where the famous table talks were recorded. Then there's the He Lives Technology or the 3D Theater. You can also display your name there, for more info, email House at gmail.com or go to sajahousedonations.com. dot com. That's S A J D A H. In reference, Liberated Sisters, Sister Charlene. When you go to that site and make your donation, Brother Delzino, any comments yeah. about the Saj? Shash- yes, right about the Sajja House press conference. Clip from the global thought leader, urban historic preservation preservationist, and founder of the Elijah Muhammad House, Doctor Sajda Wendy Muhammad. We already know we got to get her here live
0: in studio. Yeah. right. Yes. What?
3: What? That uh, now? Now is that some Garveyism or what?
0: Yes, that is one hundred percent some Garveyism. I strongly, strongly support uh, this effort and i encourage every african every black person listening to do the same you know i remember when i first heard about this um i got a call from uh one of the sons of Honorable elijah muhammad brother uh abdul abdul yassin he called me this is several years ago and he told me about this um this effort and the importance and the history and so i'm very aware of uh you know, the efforts to get this and preserve this. And this is straight Garveyism, as you said. Um, Garvey told us a hundred years ago, quote, the time has come for the black man to forget his hero worship of other races and to create and emulate heroes of his own. Garvey went on to say, we must canonize. Canonize means to declare someone a saint. Like the church does, they, you know, one, one day, you know, Mary wasn't a saint, but then they declared her a saint. Now she's Saint Mary. So Garvey says we must canonize our own saints, create our own martyrs, and elevate to positions of fame and honor black men and women who have made their distinct contributions to our racial history. Marcus Garvey and
3: he has the blueprint he has the me, blueprint
0: yeah we we got to we got to do this cuz no one's going to do this for us you know just think about this now you have all these great people who have done these wonderful things for our race and none are greater than honorable Elijah Muhammad you know i'm a big fan of the the nation builders these incredible black men and women who've had this vision of not just you, you see in current society white society the only things that get celebrated individual achievement. What are the greatest of black people? Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, Serena and Venus. All right, uh, LeBron James. Okay, these are wonderful things. And every time it's an individual, oh man, we're, we're elevated to the top if we're playing and, as an individual mm-hmm. in their game. But when it comes to the nation builders, the people who actually said, let's move our people forward as a race in some fashion, oh my gosh.
3: Right. Like, Assassinated, was, jailed.
0: <laughs> right. And, and ridiculed or called militants or some kind of thing whenever we want to move to the race. But let me tell you, there's none greater than the nation builders. And there's only a few. When you look at what Garvey did, he united six million and, and by the end, 10 million black people together to work in our own interests. What Honorable Elijah Muhammad did, you're talking from the 30s, was and is the greatest testament in our lifetime to what the the dream is, nation-building. This is an incredible man. Malcolm was one of the great organizers and and builders that that spanned the country and built mosques all over, all with the teachings and direction of Honorable Elijah Muhammad. You know, I'm a fan of other nation-builders like Kwame Nkrumah in, in Ghana that took the... The, the Gold Coast of Great Britain and turned it into a country of our own, Ghana. You know, Yahweh ben Yahweh yes. and the work that he did in building the nation of Yahweh in the 80s. Man, Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is one of my biggest inspirations. I went to the Million Man March. I stood in the middle of that field with a million black people and he told me, well, he told everyone, but he told me <laughs> yes, either, either join a black organization or go create one. Mm. You know what kind of impact that has on a young man? And then I eventually, as I started really building and becoming successful, I got a chance to sit down with Minister Farrakhan for two hours. And those two hours changed the history of my life. And I won't tell you what he told me, but I tell you what, I have been doing it ever since. Yes. That is, that's our father, like our, our spiritual father for the whole black race. There's no greater. And you want to say that his teacher has got the property where all this history occurred and, and we're going to not support that instead, take our kids to the European museum to learn their history. You know, I'm going to tell you one last thing. Yes. I'm a big, big fan of, uh, of Garvey. When I found out about Garvey, I fell in love with his philosophy. I fell in love with his ideas. I fell in love with, with his accomplishments and I wanted to learn more. Many of the books that I read were full of nonsense. They were quoting stuff that the FBI put out to discredit Garvey. So I, my wife and family and I, and my wife is amazing, by the way. You ever get a chance to meet her? Oh, gosh, you, you guys are in for a, a real treat. No, we
3: would love to have her on air with us, too. Yes.
0: Oh, uh, I don't know if you're ready for Debbie. <laughs> Debbie is the best of the best. De- Debbie is a powerhouse. So Debbie and my family, my daughters and I, we went. In, I mean, in many places around the world, just seeking out Garvey. I remember going to Jamaica and trying to find the 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 real history, not just those in the books. You know, um, my family's from Panama, Central America, by way of Jamaica. So we went to Panama, and the things I learned about Garvey in Panama were totally different than the things that I learned in any of these Garvey books. You know, we went around America. I remember going. We went to Harlem walking up the Home streets, tracing the addresses where all these things took place. I remember we went to um the the one address where we had the office and it was still standing. The building is still there. Man, I got I'm shaking and nervous. I'm like, oh my God, we're about to go see the history. And we go to the to the building, we knock on the door, and it's an Asian herb shop. <laughs> They, they didn't even have a plaque on the wall. We went to the brownstone where Garvey lived, where he lived, and the thing is a, was abandoned, broken down, you know, and in total disrepair. You understand, that hurt my heart. There is no monument to the greatest, most accomplished black man in American history. Nation builder.
3: Nation you know, builder. Anyway. Yes, yes. So
0: now, yeah, because you can't, you can't compare the individual entertainer, the, the actor, the athlete, the, the, the scholar. You cannot compare that to Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Honorable Elijah Muhammad united us, redefined what it meant to be black, what it meant to be African, taught the greatest of the people, of our people, and rose up in today's age, the only modern standing example. Of of nationhood outside of a physical country that our people have, he this man should be celebrated by every African on earth. So knowing my heartbreak with Garvey and the fact that we have a chance to preserve honorable, you're talking about the Elijah Muhammad, the Messenger, and his home, the 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 the, the palace, the the mansion where all yes. this took place. I think it's one of our should be one of our greatest priorities as a race.
3: Right, right. Okay, I I have a I have another clip well, we are so running out of time, but everything you said, this 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 next clip from Dr. John Henrik Clark is is going to just put the nail um, what the nail in the coffin. I hate to say that. But the nail in the coffin on on on, on everything that that you said is just going to just it's going to put the cherry on top. Um uh, uh, on right. there. Yes, yes. So we're in uh, we're in a KPFK membership fund drive. For a donation of sixty-five dollars, you would get an MP three of Pan African Pioneer Dr. John Henrik Clark's outstanding speech on Marcus Garvey from August nineteen eighty-six. Call eight one eight nine eight five five seven three five. That's eight one eight nine eight five KPFK and press number two and pledge securely online. So here's here's the next um clip where he is speaking about the concept that led to Garveyism.
4: I believe the concept which led to Marcus to Garveyism, the concept of longing for nation-ness, longing for the nation concept, longing for your wholeness, your people-ness, the essence of your culture, what you left behind. I think the capsule of that definition might be in something I read in the memory of a slave trader. When a slave being forced on a ship reached back and grabbed a handful of African Earth and put it in his mouth and kept looking back as they forced him on the ship. He looked back until Africa was out of his sight. And what he understood was the meaning of land and the meaning of nation. And this is what Garvey and Garveyism was about the search for land and definition of nation. This is what was taken away from us when they brought us to these shores. The meaning of being a total people. We became strangers in an alien land. And what did we do while being here we rescued Europe from the lethargy and the degradation and the economic pitfalls of the Middle Ages and with our labor Europe became whole again Europe came out of the Middle Ages people poor land poor and resource pool, Europe recovered at our expense. They regained their nationness, their wholeness, their economic foothold again in the world, at our expense. And they began to change concepts in the world around to deify themselves at our expense. Then they tried to and were successful in making a virtue out of a physical defect, the lack of color. And they made you apologize for having color, a great virtue indeed, the presence of color. (laughs)
0: This is Delvino Wilson-Debriano, president of Tag Team Marketing, leading the Buy Black Movement. And I'm listening to Liberated Sisters on KTFK 90.7 FM, Los Angeles.
3: The Buy Black Movement is on a mission, saying the time has come for masses of people to excel economically. They are putting the black community to work, creating mass black Productivity and aiming to create thousands of black millionaires, more than any company or industry in history, and usher in a new era of prosperity for black people. They are on a mission. Welcome back to Liberated Sisters, but we got to go, you guys. I'm your host, Angela Birdsong. Our special guest, Delzino Wilson, De Briano, through the Buy Black Movement. Go to Buy Black Movement. You can join him for the Garvey Nation pre-launch party online and in person on Friday, August 18th, 7 p.m. at the Holiday Inn, Los Angeles, LAX Airport, 9901 La Cienega. Go to this free event. Go to GarveyNation.com and tell them that you heard it on KPFK. Check out the Sajda House Donations.com, that's S A J D A H, to show urban preservationist support, respect, and love for the Elijah Muhammad's house, ensuring black landmarks are being preserved and reference Liberated Sisters, Sister Charlene. And remember to check out Charlene Muhammad's YouTube page to watch the Janaza for Minister Jabril Muhammad and reflections on the burial service. And remember to go to media.noi.org finalcall.com for the full coverage. Thank you for tuning in to Liberated Sisters and thank you again to our guest, President of the Buy Black Movement, Brother Del Zeno Wilson Day Briano, to our Engineer Wendell Handy, and to Sister Charlene Mohammed for producing this show. If it's impacting your community or can uplift us as a people, let's talk about it. Peace.